Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Welcome, my friend. Toll free at 1-866-405-8405 to the dream team. A big show today, Elaine Hendricks from NCIS Los Angeles. And uh, what, The Parent Trap? Parent trying to figure trap. out who she played on The Parent Trap. We I didn't. don't know. And uh, all those detective shows. She's matchmaking. Matchmaker, matchmaker. She's Make matching pets. Match. And she'll be joining us right here in just a few minutes on Animal Radio. Also, medical marijuana for your pets. Is really? it true? Yeah. Whoa. We're going to find out. And I always thought wow. pot was toxic. Oh, yeah. So you mean to tell me that my dog can get a prescription for medical marijuana is that what you're saying? Could happen. In Oregon, yeah, in Oregon. Colorado. Really? Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find out more I details. Have, I have four dogs. They all need medical marijuana. <laughs> they all need to be medicated. <laughs> They're all freaked out from living with Joey. Stacy, what are you working on? Well, they can grow just about anything in a Petri dish. You can get any disease you want in one. Um, but now, they've actually grown a hamburger. I'll tell you about it. Oh. Coming up, would you eat it on Animal Radio News? I would. He'll eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I don't know. You put chocolate on it. Who knows? And you know, she's right about the whole Petri dish thing. I'm actually cloning myself in this Petri dish here. Yeah. I just put a little of my it DNA looks in there. green and fungi mm-hmm. and fuzzy, Hal. Just one, one's just not enough. Yeah. Give it a few weeks. Let it grow there, and hopefully I'll have a clone, because I'm really an overworked type of guy. We'll check in next week and see, see where I am in the Petri dish. <laughs> okay. Okay, you think you're having a bad day. Think about this officer. This is in New York, uh, New York's finest police department. Authorities say that a New York cop who went after a cat stuck in a tree got caught himself and needed help getting back down. Uh, of course, the fire department in New York always oh, no. there to, to help, and they got I him back. I thought a cat got him down. No, he, the cat got down. Cat's down. <laughs> but the cop that was stuck in the tree, he needed the fire department to come get him. Yeah. Oh, I bet they love that one. In New York, I mean, there's not many trees, unless they're in Central Park. <laughs> oh, here's another, here's an interesting one. You know what, I'm going to save this for Dr. Debbie here. When she, where is she? Is she on her way into the studio here? Yeah, she's in the green room right now. I think she's getting her Diet Coke. There's a story about an anteater that gave birth, but was around no male anteaters for the entire gestational period. So they're trying to figure out how uh-huh. this anteater got pregnant. Immaculate conception. Immaculate anteater conception. <laughs> Wow. So we'll find out more about that on Animal Radio today. Really, it was just a great show. I don't see why you'd want to go anywhere else. It's the Messiah of Anteaters has just uh, just um, been born. <laughs> Do you, <laughs> a little delayed there. <laughs> well, Joey, this morning uh, you were washing Ladybug. Before you dyed her, you, you were washing her with oatmeal shampoo. I see the wall oatmeal shampoo. Is that like for dogs and cats that have dermatitis or some kind of skin problem? It's um, it's a shampoo that can be used for any type of sensitive skin or skin problems because what it does, the oatmeal and the medication that's actually in this product is a soothing. Um, well, so it'll soothe the skin. So if a dog is itching or if a dog is sensitive to certain products, it works great. And the scent, um, which you know, a lot of times you would think that a strong scented shampoo would, um, you know 
know, would, would, would counter-react it. But with this, I mean, it's, I'm not going to say it's strong, but it has a great, like, almost like a minty type, mojito-y type smell. Good stuff. Good stuff. It smells, she smells good, right? And it lasts. Yeah, you know, and I have to mention, she doesn't have any skin problems, but she still looks great. She shines with this yep. shampoo. It looks really good on her. And I think it stops her well, from having irritation. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, you can use it as just regular shampoo. I mean, your dog doesn't have to have a skin problem to use it or not. And the cool thing about this is, is you can, you know, use it um, straight out of the bottle. You could dilute it. Now, some people are going to say, well, what's the advantage? Well, the advantage, we know, diluting it stretches it. Using it straight out of the bottle, if you are somewhere, let's just say you're out and you're camping or something, and your dog rolls in something, and we all know that happens, you can just take it out, put it on your pet, and you don't have to worry about, you know, any type of reaction because you're using too much um, product. It's made to work that way. Let's go ahead and give away the lithium-ion rechargeable pet clipper right now. One for just you listening, looking down at your radio going, is he talking to me? Yes, you. Come on, hurry up. one 405 8405 If you work in a shelter and your responsibility is making animals look great so they'll get adopted, also give me a call. And we'll give you one, too. Lithium-ion rechargeable pet clipper kit with the no-rinse shampoo, the odor neutralizer, and the oatmeal shampoo from Wall Pet Products. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Wow, what a show for you today. We have celebrity Elaine Hendricks joining us from the Parent Trap in NCIS Los Angeles. I actually don't watch those programs. I know, Alan, you're into all of those detective CSI, BMW. Oh, I can't get enough. She's actually put together a matchmaker service where she's matching dogs and uh, cats. Just any kind of pets to the right person. Uh, Joey, I asked him what he was going to be talking about in the break room. He showed me a picture of a dog that had uh, flames on it. Like racing striped flames on it. Cool. I said we should figure out how to do it. tell the listeners how to do that. Cool. You see what he's done to Ladybug? You should. Have you seen the blue on her yet? Doesn't she look gorgeous? And he showed me a picture earlier of a uh, a dog that he was working on that he put these little flames on on I the think side. That looks so cute. So he's going to tell you how to do that coming up, and that's going to be brought to you by John Paul Pets Awapuchi Shampoo. Awapuchi. Awapuchi Shampoo and Awapuchi Conditioning Rinse for great shine as well as John Paul Pets Oatmeal Shampoo and Full Body and Paw Wipes to moisturize and soothe. It's available in special box sets at Petco. John Paul Pet. Tested on humans first. That's the way they should do everything. Yes. (laughs) Let's uh, head to Vinny. Hey, Vinny, how are you? Hey, pretty good. Where are you calling from today? Uh, I'm in Matthews, Missouri right now. I drive 18-wheeler. Okay, you travel with your dog? Uh, No, sir, I don't. He's at home. Okay, what's going on? I have the good doctor, Dr. Debbie, right here for you. Howdy. Hey, how are you doing? Very good. So what can I help you with here today, Vinny? I've got a five-year-old uh, half blue healer and half uh, Australian shepherd. Uh, they're both purebreds on both sides. He's just a combination of both. Okay. But uh, he's having seizures, and uh, oh. when I say seizures, I'm talking about grand mall seizures. He walks around the floor, and it takes him a few minutes to come out of it. But thirty minutes later, he's fine. He's like that's never happened. You know. Okay. He's had and, about six of them in the last well, six or seven of them in the last two and a half years. And is he currently on any kind of medications for this? No, ma'am. Okay. All right. Has the veterinarian checked him out? Well, I live out in the country, and I live in the hills of Arkansas, so I can't get around fast. But I did get a hold of one, and he told me something about that sometimes when dogs have a something builds up in their brain, and it'll let go all of a sudden. Uh, it may be a blood sugar. Do they have blood sugar problems? 
sure can. And, and the causes of seizures in dogs are many. So there are some medical things. And that's kind of why I was um, asking if you had them to a vet. And that's the, really the first step is because there are some basic things that we need to check for. Um, some causes of seizures can be a low blood sugar. Um, can be liver problems. We can run into different types of infections of protozoa or funguses that can cause seizure activity. Um, and then there can be the structural things, things that are just kind of wrong in the brain, either something anatomy-wise isn't quite right, um, or the possibility of, um, especially in a younger dog, is what we call primary epilepsy or it's inherited ep- epilepsy. And this is common in dogs that are generally between one and four years of age when the seizures start. I just hope we don't have a tumor, you know. Yeah, and and that's a possibility. Um, the challenge is in figuring out, you know, which situation we're at and what um, the best treatment is. So when I start off with a pet with seizures, I do like to get some basic blood work done um, to look into things. So we want to check the blood sugar. We want to check the liver. Um, we want to check a urine sample and kind of get start off with that and see what we come up with. If there's anything abnormal or that we need to kind of go down a pathway, um, that's the starting point. That's the crossroads. That we need to go with, um, and then okay, well, it depends. We, we, we can't give we quit giving them anything that has sugar in it. It stays on dog food now, you know, stuff like that. You know, I, I haven't taken to the vet yet, but I'm going to take them to have the blood work done. Yeah, I just, yeah, can't, I just can't afford MRI, you know. Well, yeah, and, and I'll tell you that um, there's a lot we can do to, to diagnose these things, and, the, and you're right. We can do MRIs, we can do CT scans, CSF taps, and they all have good medical reasons why we do them, but, you know, they may not be uh, appropriate for every family or every situation. So there are some other types of blood tests even that can be done depending on the region you're at and what your vet might be suspicious of. Um, so, for example, here in the desert southwest where I'm from, um, we'll often do um, a special type of fungal test called coccidiomycosis because it can be a cause of seizures in the desert southwest. Um, so depending on where you're at, your vet may have some other things that they want to screen for. Um, and you could start with a stepwise fashion, start with the most common things. Um, but it is important to at least get some basic information on record so we can advise you because the honest truth is for pets that have seizures, most of them will go on to have them more frequently or in more severe clusters. And there's a point when we really need to talk about seizure medication because each seizure that they have that often feeds it, it makes it more likely for the next one to happen. So we well, don't want to get in a situation. When this started off, when he had the first one, it was about a month and a half, two months before he had the second one. Mm-hmm. Then he'd go like four or five months before he'd have another one, you know. Yeah, and that frequency is not bad in the sense where I'd be really anxious to start him on medicine. Um, for me, when a pet starts having seizures really more than once a month or we're having really bad ones or groups of them together, um, that's really when we're in an emergency situation. But you have some time, and it certainly sounds like you just need to track down a veterinarian in your area where you can get some of these things done um, at a basic starting point. You know, I'm not necessarily going to say you got to avoid sugar. Um, the concerns when we have blood sugar issues in dogs, it can be because of low blood sugar. Um, so, you know, feeding a good quality protein diet is good, and I'm, most people don't throw marshmallows at their dogs and make them eat candies and things like that. So we have a far greater problem controlling the sugar content in our food than uh, than, than for our dogs. So, Well, the last one he had was about three weeks ago, and uh, my wife was at home. I'm not home. I've only been home one time when he's had one. But this mm-hmm. last one, she said he, she thought he stopped breathing. 
So mm-hmm. he just laid there. So she grabbed a hold of his mouth, closed up his mouth, and breathed through his nose, you know, to get him mm-hmm. breathing again. Yeah. It's, it's like and he forgets about everything because he poops all over himself and everything, you know. Yeah, it, it, it can be incredibly scary for, for people and for the pet because they don't understand what's going on. And, and they're not really in pain. Uh, it's just there's a lot of confusion, especially when they're coming out of things. So definitely. Yeah, he just looks at us for 15 minutes before he realizes who we are again. When he comes out of it, it's like nothing ever happened. You know, he's a real healthy dog. I mean, you know, yeah. he's really intelligent. He's healthy. You know, he's a well-behaved dog, you know. Yeah, and you did mention he's part Australian Shepherd, and I'll tell you that um, the breed does have a tendency towards some inherited epilepsy. So there are oh, really? some, yeah. So it can be quite common in some breeds, like uh, the Retrievers, the Golden Retrievers, Labrador Retrievers. We see a lot of that. The good thing I will tell you is that there is help that can be uh, pursued. So there are a lot of really useful seizure medicines in dogs. Um, we just don't want to wait until we get to a point where things are really frequent and those seizures are really close together because then we have less success in controlling those seizures if we're already okay. in like a crisis situation so um well, that'll be just it, my little... epilepsy or something like that i mean do they get medication for that or yeah and, and epilepsy is actually very common in dogs um it is the most common neurological problem in dogs uh, up to five percent of all neuro problems we see um epilepsy we diagnose by excluding all these other causes things like toxins and infections and liver problems so epilepsy may be the diagnosis for your pet um i don't know we we need to get to do some basic tests first but there are some very good medicines that we use for epilepsy and uh, you know definitely i would uh, encourage it let's let's get this guy looked at and uh and see what we can we can do to help him okay well look can i ask you something about a personal what do you think the chance of him having a tumor is you know i I really couldn't say something like that over the phone without knowing the specifics of your pet and what all of things are going on there normally i will tell you though that when we have seizures as a cause of a brain tumor there tend to be some other symptoms that are going on uh, some disorientation so it isn't typically just something where once in a blue moon we have a seizure there's other stuff that accompany that i hate to lose him i just love him so much well bless your heart there Vinny, and uh give your baby a hug for me and uh, i hope we have a long long time until he has his next seizure and and certainly get him into that vet there and and get him checked out John Paul Pet, a complete system for cleansing, conditioning, and grooming. Try John Paul Pet's Avapuchi Shampoo and Avapuchi Conditioning Rinse with Hawaiian White Ginger and Shine Memory. Your pet's coat will glisten for days after shampooing, simply by brushing. Or use John Paul Pet's Oatmeal Shampoo to moisturize and soothe, along with the full body and paw wipes for cleaning on the go. Available in special box sets at Petco. John Paul Pet, pet care with a salon pedigree. D Herbs, home of the Full Body Cleanse, also offers 100% all-natural, all-herbal pet care products with over 400 products available for both you and your pet. You know the importance of human health and nutrition, but what about your pets? Jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing holistically and naturally for you and your pet. Go to dherbs.com. That's dherbs.com, providing solutions for better health. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. 
So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer canine caviar, visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. For dogs, like people, arthritis is the most common health problem, and joints are stressed even more with increased activity in spring. FlexRx is a new way to safely and effectively treat canine joint health problems. All-natural FlexRx doesn't mask symptoms like other products. It's clinically proven to restore healthy joint function. With FlexRx, your dogs can enjoy an improved quality of life they've earned and deserve. FlexRx is available at pet shops, retailers, or visit ProLabsPets.com. It's Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets toll-free. To Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Volani, or animal communicator Joy Turner. 1-866-405-8405. 1-866-405-8405. In just a couple of minutes, Joey is going to tell us how to make our our pet have flames and stripes and racing stripes and all kinds of... Hey, Alan. Oh, you know, I'm all keyed up, man. I'm keyed up today. I'm fired up today. There's a lot on my mind. Good stuff with bad stuff. I don't know, Joey. I'm, I'm just perturbed. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just... I'm bewildered. I'm, I'm confused. I'm perturbed. I don't understand things anymore. Oh, you've seen your paycheck. Yeah, and I don't, I don't understand why, why the lady of my dreams, the woman I, I, I think of, besides you know my wife, you know the second in command, uh, you know the one who loves maggots. I just don't understand why, why it is I cannot get her excited with anything but maggot talk. I don't, I don't understand that. So, and I don't understand why a self-cleaning oven has explodes when I, when I use the self-cleaning feature. And I've, I've had to have, I've had to have the guy over here twice, you know, to pay the big dough to write the check to fix it. Because it, it it self cleans itself into oblivion. It should it should be called the self destruct button. Is what it should be called. Here, buddy, come on over here. You need a hug. I just give him a hug. Like group hug. hug. <laughs> here we go. Let's let's go to the phones. We have uh, Carolyn on the phones. Hi, Carolyn. How are you doing? Hey, I'm fine. How are you? Well, Alan's a little down. He blew up his Uh-oh. oven this morning. But uh, I love the way Carolyn talks. What's uh, what's going on, Carolyn? I have someone here that wants to ask you a couple of questions about the difference between uh, AKC and CKC. Oh. Uh-oh. Do you know the difference between AKC and CKC? Yeah, there's uh, there are different wait, letters. Wait a minute. I'm going to put him on the phone. Oh, Hold on. It's okay. Miss Jimmy. Okay. I wish I had somebody that would make my calls for me and then just put me on the phone. <laughs> Hello? Hey. Hello. <laughs> yes, sir. How are you doing today? What's going on? Doing well. At a birthday party. Whose birthday? That's good. Uh, my granddaughter. How old is she? About five. We we'd sing happy birthday to her for you, but we really don't really don't want to do that to you on day. We don't want to so ruin it, it for really you. <laughs> well, that's fine. Uh, we, we've done the singing, and now they're doing the playing. So you had a question. What was your question? Well, we were questioning uh, the difference between AKC and is it UKC? CKC. Well, yeah, that's a that's a fine wrestling organization. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the dog kennel business. You know what, well, buddy? AKC is 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 the American standards. UKC is most of Europe, and then um, you got the Continental um, Kennel Club or in the Canadian Kennel Club, which is the CKC, and they all have a little bit different standards to every breed. Um, they vary a little bit. Why do you ask the question, Jimmy? We were looking uh, to purchase a dog and uh, a bloodhound, and the male is AKC, and the female of the puppies uh, is UKC. And Jimmy, can I, I ask you a, a question? Male AKC that I was going to buy this puppy for, you know, to later breed, 
but from what I'm understanding, it's not wise to mix the two if you, you know, want some kind of top line dog. You know, Jimmy, here's the thing with me. I mean, to me, it's all letters. You know, this is Alan talking. It's all letters. To me, you know, dog breeders and other folks in general, it's the same thing. 80% of people are mediocre at what they do. They don't care very much. And to me, 20% are experts like Joey. And out of the 20%, 10% are experts and care. And, you know, that's with mechanics, doctors, dentists, and dog breeders. And so if you just want to get a dog to breed and sell, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you but my goal is always to get a great dog and to get a great dog a smart dog a healthy dog a dog with good genes you have to know the breeder well you have to study him get to know him know where he's coming from know if he's ethical and honest and cares and once you get to know a breeder well you know you know what this guy's up to then you can trust you're getting a great dog from this guy letters mean nothing to me i don't care if it's certified by the fbi the cia the ckg the 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 home shopping channel it means nothing it's just a piece of paper and when money comes into it you know what people do when money comes into things people will just say and do anything and make up an organization so that you you know the, the other night i'm watching the religious tv i'm watching a guy with the big puffy hair and he's on there going you got to call the number right now the lord wants you to give your money if you're broke if you got no job if you got no money all you got to do is give me what you got left over and everything's going to be okay it's all going to be fixed you know, come on. You know, I, I, I'm going to agree with you um, a little bit there, Alan, because really the bottom line is this. If you're really looking to breed your dog, which, you know what, I'm not a big advocate of because there's just so many dogs in the shelter, but if you are, just really look back at the history of the kennel clubs that you want to breed with because you can have an AKC club that goes back um, 100 years and then you can have a UKC club that goes back five years. And if the standards are close, now I don't know the standards, um, the difference between AKC and UKC off the top of my head with bloodhounds at all. But sometimes the standards are identical. And if they're identical, it makes no difference if the bloodline is AKC or UKC. On some breeds like i'll give you an example of bouvier bouvier in the united states is a much larger um dog than it is in um ukc so that stuff like that will vary and will change you know could change the puppies or you could make beautiful puppies you know it's 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 like baking um the formula if the formula is perfect you know what you get perfect pets if it's not then you might not get what you want so really <laughs> it, just investigate into it yeah, it's all about people, though. It's a, an organization is only as good as the people that are involved in it. Well, that's kind of what I was curious about. You really want a great dog, Jimmy? Bring me around, buddy, because you know they, they take one look at my face and well, get some right in the I mood. Have, he's right he's in a great dog. He, he's he's probably about 110, 115 pounds. He, oh. he's a kid lover, and uh, you know, of course, he, he's got a lot of slobber about him. But he is a great dog. Loves to track and play <laughs> and all that good stuff. Some of that also has to do with genetics. Oh, Joey Turner, our animal communicator. Hi, yeah. The AKC and the UKC, the dogs, when they show them, they tend to breed to that same club's dogs. So they tend to keep the same genetics. So when you leave those genetic lines and go to a different club, you get a whole different genetic makeup in your dog, and then the dogs are a lot healthier. Yeah. He he comes from a good, strong back line as far as him, Um, and that's why in the female that I'm looking to, to make his mate, uh, I'm, I'm needing probably the same thing, you know, because I want to keep a strong line going. 
Well, I appreciate your time. Hey, thanks for calling, Jimmy, and thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Where can I get someone that will uh, will call, make my calls for me, and they just put me on the phone when I'm ready? I love to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you have to be shy. That's all it is. Okay. So. <laughs> Take care of yourself, Jimmy. Have a great day. one 405 8405 That is a toll-free number anywhere in this free country of ours. Dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, and, of course, veterinarian Dr. Debbie, all here for you. If you're brand new to Animal Radio, welcome. We've heard from a bunch of brand new listeners this week. If you just tuned in and you're the kind of person that lets the dog sleep in bed with you or all the pictures on your phone, here of your cat. This is your show, Animal Radio. My dog carries a picture of me around. <laughs> Shows it to the other dogs. You think Isn't you got cute? problems, buddy. He's my owner. Isn't he the cutest? Look at his eyes. He's eye. not the brightest, but look, he's got a great little smile. Yeah. You think you got problems. <laughs> you don't want to know what your dog is saying about you. That's what I always think. You don't want to know. Do you want to do this other interview? I want to ask Dr. Debbie about the anteater, because okay. this has me confused. I pulled this out of the paper this morning. It comes out of uh, Greenwich, Connecticut, where an anteater has given birth at the Connecticut Conservation Center. Which is no big deal, except that officials are wondering how the mother conceived. Apparently, the only male was removed months ago, long before the six-month gestation period. So this anteater had a uh, immaculate conception. What's going on here, Dr. Debbie? Any <laughs> I think somebody well, snuck in there. I, I'd have to say, I don't know a whole lot about anteaters, but there are some species that definitely can store, either store the semen for long periods of time ah. in their body Whoa. or that they can actually kind of go into a stagnation period. So their reproductive tract kind of shuts down. So if they there were, you know, there's an egg fertilized and there's an embryo, it just kind of hangs out and kind of waits around until the environment is right. And, and and that's Mother Nature's way of saying, you know, okay, we're going to wait till food is good, temperatures are right, and it's a good wow. uh, time to make a baby. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I will have to find out a little more about anteaters, but I don't see too many here in Las Vegas. Good thing wow. that doesn't work with humans. Yeah. yeah. So we're not going to have a new religion then? No new religion. The AVMA, the, uh, what does that stand for? The American Veterinary Medical Association. They just offered up rankings of the cities with the most dog bites. And uh, who do you think ranks number one for the most dog bites in the United States? Uh, New York. It has to be like New York or L.A. (laughs) Wow, really? Yeah. Can I tell you New York's not even on the list? Really? Um, How about like like somewhere like outdoorsy, like, uh, I don't know, I would think L.A. or maybe like Colorado somewhere? Mm, Good guesses. Actually, Los Angeles does top the list of the most dog bites. 69 reported uh, last year. I guess this is coming from State Farm Insurance and the insurance claims that they've paid on this. Over $17.1 million in insurance claims on 69 bites in Los Angeles, California. That's a lot of money. Uh, Dogs don't like Hollywood. Number two on the list, San Antonio, Texas, in tie with Seattle, Washington, Chicago, San Francisco, Philadelphia, Detroit, St. Louis, Baltimore, Houston, Cleveland, Buffalo, Denver. I'll put this entire list over at AnimalRadio.com if you want to learn more. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by D-Herbs with over 400 products available for both you and your pet to jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing. Go to D-Herbs.com, providing better solutions for better health. If you depend on prescription opioid painkillers or heroin to get through each day, you may ask yourself, how did I get here? Withdrawal and rehab seem like scary and difficult roads, but there is a different way. I know because I was just like you and I found it at TurnToHelpNow.com. At TurnToHelpNow.com, I learned about different ways to get help, including those in a private setting without the need for daily visits. 
Find your courage and go to turntohelpnow.com today. Mom, I had the best dream. <laughs> well, good morning to you, too. Okay, so I was a knight. I had a sword. And our house was a castle. There was this angry dragon. It was kind of scary. Oh, yeah? But I protected the castle. Oh, that's my brave little man. I'm glad our castle is safe. Your home is your castle, and sometimes you need help defending it. The National Association of Realtors supports maintaining homeowner tax incentives because they make home ownership more affordable for more families. Learn more at houselogic.com. Ladies, when was the last time you were happy with your body? If you're like most women, it was before you turned 40. That's because age 40 is when hormonal imbalance starts causing symptoms like hot flashes, sleeplessness, low energy, irritability, and lack of sexual desire. It's not your fault. And you don't have to let these symptoms reduce your quality of life anymore. Because now we have Amberin. Amberin is clinically shown to balance hormones and relieve the uncomfortable symptoms of menopause safely and effectively. In fact, Amberin is so powerful, we promise you'll love your body again. Right now, you can receive a guaranteed risk-free trial of Amberin with a 30-day supply free. Call now and we'll send it to you today. 1-800-586-6065. And when you call right now, you'll also receive our amazing weight loss program for women over 40 absolutely free. But you have to call now at 1-800-586-6065. That's 1-800-586-6065. Hi, I'm Ed Asher, you're on Animal Radio. Spay or neuter your animals, you dummies. <laughs> this is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster & Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, first we had test two babies. Now we have lab-grown beef, and it could be getting its first taste test in the coming weeks. According to the New York Times, the Cultured Beef Project, it's run by a Dutch scientist, Dr. Mark Post, has managed to engineer a hamburger from cattle stem cells. He grew more than 20,000 thin strips of tissue from cells taken from the neck muscles of cattle, and he squished them all together and made a patty. Well, in the coming weeks, he's planning to consume the cultured burger during an event in London, marking the very first time a lab-grown piece of beef has ever been eaten. However, he does admit that uh, he stole a few tastes of the meat as he was creating the beef. He says it tastes pretty good. You know what? You put a little ketchup, salt, and pepper on anything, and it tastes good. More food news from animals. <laughs> the Tormi Cafe in Kobe, Japan, famous for its birds. Well, visitors will see 36 when they come to their shop. Recently, the cafe offered three specialty ice cream flavors that paid homage to its feathered friends, Java Sparrow, Parakeet, and Cocktail. Yeah, pet bird flavors of ice cream. Actual birds are not among the all-natural ingredients, but if you're interested, the Sparrow flavor is like the feeling of pressing the breast inside your mouth. The parakeet resembles eating uh, some vanilla ice cream in one hand, followed by taking a whiff of a parakeet in your other hand. Whoever even gets that close that they can tell what a parakeet smells like. I mean, you can tell the seeds laying around the thing, but uh, an actual parakeet. Anyway, the cockatiel tastes like when you're sleeping with your mouth open and your cockatiel runs over your face and gets its leg in your mouth. 
Very tempting, but I think I'll stick to my uh, Haagen-Dazs. A Camp Springs man, this is a great story, is singing the praises of Prince George's uh, County firefighters for the way they treated his dog during a neighborhood gas leak. James Hunt says he found a note explaining how they cared for Duffy. He actually had to coax my dog out, and they played with her at the fire truck, and then they brought her back in the house and gave her fresh food and water. Hunt says he wants people to know there are some great public servants out there. The note written on a piece of cardboard also explained that Duffy had, quote, torn up some stuff prior to our arrival. <laughs> Pinellas County Florida deputies got some unusual backup when a fleeing suspect was snagged by an alligator. Deputies tried to pull over Brian Zuning after the 20-year-old was seen swerving in his car. Well, he allegedly jumped out of the passenger side of his car. He kicked a hole in a fence to make his escape, but it ended up being short-lived because the suspect showed up at a local hospital a few hours later with puncture wounds to his face and arm. He was attacked by an alligator near a water treatment plant. He was taken from the hospital to the Pinellas County Jail. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned, with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order, with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. When you think of Wall, you naturally think of Clippers. But Wall has introduced a wide range of products that promise to streamline bath time and general grooming. Wall provides a full line of pet products including clippers and trimmer kits, brushes, shampoos, doggy deodorants, and even odor neutralizers. Wall doesn't just sell these products. Their website also features do-it-yourself information on how to care for your dog's grooming needs at home. Pet owners and professionals alike prefer Wall. Visit wallpet.com or find Wall products at a store near you. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562.
guys are such good dancers. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, and Judy. That music gets you going. It does get gets you my going. blood pumping. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. You think your pet's cute? Well, of course they are. So enter Kimpton Hotels Paparazzi Pet Photo Contest to win the ultimate hospitality getaway at your choice of Kimpton Hotels, the pet-friendliest hotels across America. Be sure to enter before July 31st at KimptonPets.com. Now, a few weeks ago, we were talking about uh, a client that you had at the office there that uh, brought their dog in and had ingested their owner's stash of pot. Oh, and, yeah. 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 That's. T- yeah. I thought, thought that was toxic. Is that toxic? Yeah, it definitely can be. And you know, this little guy. I mean, he was a pretty small fella, and he just got into the the stash, and and uh, really was in a bad place. And, and a lot of the problem becomes when we don't know what the pet gets into, um, and a lot of folks don't always want to fess up to it. Um, but it really it can be fatal, and pets can have problems with blood pressure. They can have trouble leaking urine. Um, their blood pressure drops. Uh, they can have problems with breathing. So it can really be quite serious. It's a little scary for me. The whole concept of giving uh, medical marijuana for pets. Kim Baker, she's the animal whisperer, and she's an expert in holistic health for animals. We welcome her to the show. Hi, Kim. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Tell us a little bit about medical marijuana for pets. Is it something that you practice, and uh, what does it do? And everything you know, I want to know now. Right now. <laughs> I have the time. So it's, it's a very interesting topic, and it makes sense considering that, you know, um, the humans are using it medicinally, and so now we're questioning, you know, should we use it for our pets? And um, there is a veterinarian in California. His name is Doug Kramer, and he gave it to his dog that was terminally ill with cancer. And she was very, with the cancer, like she couldn't move around, she couldn't get up. And after he gave her the marijuana, she was able to get up and move around and go for you know, a walk around the house, you know, and she's wagging her tail, and so she felt better. How is this administered? That was my question. I just can't picture yeah. my cat's smoking. smoking a joint. Yeah. Right. So um, <laughs> he, his best way, his favorite way to administer it is a glycerin tincture. And the reason that he likes this is because he can be very precise with the dosage. And if that's not available, then you can um, make it into a food stuff for your pet with, um, butter or oil. Is there a so, certain... yeah, they're not actually smoking it. <laughs> yeah, which is good, horrible for the lungs. Is there a certain uh, amount that is enough, and then over that amount it becomes toxic? Well, as, as you guys were talking about, um, as far as, you know, what, what we've seen with it being legalized both medicinally and recreationally is the pets are getting into people's stashes, and it's, um, it's toxic. The marijuana itself is not toxic to the animals, it's the fact that they um, are ingesting the food stashes as well. So brownies, for example, would be a double whammy um, for the dogs because chocolate is toxic to them. At the higher amount, it's, it's toxic from the complications of ingesting it. Um, they can become extremely sedated. They, uh, dogs can aspirate their vomit. And so they can, they don't actually die from the marijuana itself, but from the complications. Some have seizures. Some have gone into comas. But I'm going to argue that point because it doesn't happen unless you give marijuana. So it, it can right. be fatal. So I want to clarify that. It certainly can be if they ingest enough, um, and whatever consequence happens can be fatal. Right. So moderation's the key. Mm. i got to say, this must polarize a lot of people. Even Yes. Yes, vets, I'm sure. Yes, yes. I um, when Just when I found out about it, I did research here. In, I'm in Colorado, and so it's legal both medicinally and recreationally. And... 
all the vets that I spoke to here, they're not open to, you know, giving it at this time. But what the one vet that I did talk to at Alameda East, and Alameda East is a famous uh, veterinary clinic because they were the ER animal vets on Animal Planet. And sure, it, Fitzgerald. It, yeah. Yeah, they say we need more research. So they have found, you know, that dogs and cats um, have the same THC receptors that we do, so therefore we assume that they would have the same responses to the marijuana that humans do. But we need more clinical, you know, case studies to really understand, you know, what amount works for, you know, each animal. So, for example, you know, you and I might have the same illness, but what works for you may not necessarily work for me. Same for the animals. And then, of course, you have... You know, the amount that you'd give a Great Dane is going to be very different from the amount that you give a Chihuahua. Sure. Is it used primarily for a, uh, I guess, pain and palliative medicine is really its only use, right? Yeah. So in, in understanding what Doug Kramer has been doing, the vet that's actually been prescribing it in California, it's it's a painkiller. So, you know, improving the quality of life for terminally ill patients. He's given it to cats that are also very sick that have not been eating. So to increase their appetite, he's given it to them. And then what's interesting to me, because I work with horses a lot, but there was a, a lady that gave it to her horse that has laminitis. So laminitis is inflammation of the tissues in the inside the hoof wall, and it causes the horse to be lame, meaning that they have a hard time walking around. And she gave it to her horse, and then her horse was able to walk without any pain. So there's just a lot more information that we need to know and do more case studies and, you know, see how, how it works for them or if it doesn't work for them. You know, and, and the thing is, I, I, want, I hope that our listeners get out of this, is that this is a last case resort. There are so many known pain relievers, modalities that can help with a lot of painful and chronic conditions that this isn't something we advocate at all to pull out first. You talk to your veterinarian, get appropriate treatment for your pet's condition. So um, I think that's a very important message that we get out here. This is not an accepted thing at this point. And when there are other therapies, we want to pursue those first. Absolutely. And if you if if you talk to Doug or read any of the research, you know, the other interviews with Doug Kramer, exactly that. This is the the marijuana was the last resort for, you know, giving these animals trying to help them be more comfortable at their end of life. Well, definitely interesting stuff. I appreciate you taking time to talk with us today. Kim Baker, the website, kbnaturalhorsemanship.com. We'll put links over at animalradio.com. We'll head back to the phones, one 405 8405 God, Ladybug just spilled the bong. <laughs> we don't advocate giving Hal any of this stuff either. Only as a last resort. This is how people are going to get it in their uh, get it permitted in in their communities. Is they're going to say, "My dog needs it. Oh, I don't no. need it," and, and it's going to become uh, what a can of worms. I I don't know. <laughs> I have four dogs. It's already. You know what? You can get it anywhere. You don't have to get. It. I mean, it's everywhere. It's just everywhere. It grows everywhere. It's like a tomato plant, only you don't have to do anything to it. It grows in the backyard. You throw a seed out there, it grows. It's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Judy, pass the Oreos. What was that? Huh? <laughs> my yeah. dog just going to sit around in front of the TV all well, day now. He's used to run the slalom course and the agility course, but just won't get off the couch. He wants a bag of Cheetos and TV. He's got his nose on another dog's butt, but he forgot it's there. 
You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. This is Animal Radio, baby. We were talking about something that you brought up last week about dogs that um remember the dog that was going under the fence and and yeah i think so you told the person to put them on a long lead where they can just make it right up to the fence now yes this person has two dogs that do it and he said he tried it the problem is is it getting tangled up in the leads what are your suggestions you know here's the thing it's all common sense every dog is different every dog reacts you know people want like a a road map to follow but every dog reacts and responds to different things so it's really hard without being there and watching to know what to do obviously if you have two dogs yeah if you're sitting right next to them yeah they're going to get tangled up so you've got to say to yourself self what can i do to alleviate this very peculiar problem and you work with one dog at a time that's what you do. You work with one dog. I mean, you can't work with more than one child at a time if you're a math tutor, right? So you work with one dog at a time. And then right, you work sense. with them both in concert. Yeah. I'm just fired up. I'm telling you right now, I'm fired up. <laughs> I can tell. I am. I'm fired up. You know, I, uh, all kinds of things are getting to me. i give you another example. Can I give you another example of something that's got me fired up? My, my daughter is into the name brand stuff. You know, she wants the name brand jeans. She wants all this name brand nonsense Uh-oh. that her friends wear. Now, now these are $200 jeans, you know, and I told her, you know, I am not ever ever going to pay $200 for a pair of jeans. Only stupid people pay $200 for pairs of jeans because it's the same denim. You know, if I go to the Gap and buy $20 jeans, it's the same denim as this company who has marketed to you and convinced you that you are going to be cool. And you know how dumb these people are? Some of them buy counterfeit jeans. They don't even know that they're not real. They give a guy 200 bucks. They think they're getting a great deal. And it's got the same little logo on there that the guy sewed on and he's making a fortune off of you. So these these jeans that cost all this money, the company should be paying you. You're advertising for them. How the heck did it get Listen. all twisted around like that? So did you get See? those jeans for your daughter? No, I will never buy the expensive nonsense. G- girls, if you're listening, go buy what looks cute. Who cares what it says on there? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. My daughter, you know, here's the my difference. daughter did the same thing when she was younger. She had to have the name brand, and I just waited it out. I wasn't going to buy it either. Now that she's adult and buying her own, she doesn't buy the name brand. Oh, funny how that works. Yeah, it's funny when she's paying for it. Yeah, well, I got she's... True Religion jeans on right now that are two hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, oh and Joey Vaughn is pretty damn cool there, Alan. So oh, I, don't no, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's see. you know what, Joey? You know, they have just... twisted you around because you are advertising for them and they have somehow gotten you to believe they're doing you a favor by selling you $200 jeans and you're advertising their name on your butt when they should be paying you because you're advertising their name on your butt. This is all very, very easy to explain. Joey, of course, in his business, he charges lots of money, more than we'll ever see in a day. Uh, for every grooming and cutting he does, he makes a lot of money. He's Aren't you uh, expecting delivery today of a, uh, what is it, a Boxster Porsche, I believe, is what you're getting today? <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, I am, actually. I'm waiting yeah. for it to get detailed. Okay. I'm going to pick it up. So, here's the deal. If you want to be able to groom your animals just like Joey Volani at a tenth of the price of what it would cost to take your animal to Joey Volani, check out Wall's Home Pet Products. Pet grooming can be easy. It can be pain-free with Wall's extensive 
extensive line of grooming products. It includes everything from clippers to brushes to shampoos. Pet owners and pet professionals and even Joey Volani, I'm afraid, prefer Wall. Visit wallpet.com to get started. Hello, this is Loretta Swift, and I'm on Animal Radio. And please don't forget to stay and neuter. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Sniffer dogs trained in Ireland are now sniffing out black market bootleg DVDs. Illegal DVDs are a multi-million dollar industry, often being sold online or on street corners. Recently, the dogs visited Malaysia, where they found $1.7 million worth of illegal DVDs. The dogs are able to detect the plastics used in the DVDs, and they're trained to calmly stare in the direction of the plastic smell. Afterwards, they're rewarded with their favorite toy. The dogs seem to love their work, and hopefully all this hard work will be reflected in lower popcorn prices at the movies. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. one 405 8405 is the number to our dream team. Who is that dream team you say? Animal communicator Joey Turner, dog father Joey Volani, dog trainer Alan Cable, and Dr. Debbie. Hey, Roger, how you doing? Fine, how are you? Very good. You're on with Dr. Debbie. Hi, Dr. How are you? What? Hi, I'm great. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful. I just want to know if you can solve my dog's problem. Uh, give it my darndest. <laughs> okay. I've got a six-month-old Jack Russell puppy, and his skin is pink all the time, and he scratches a lot. And okay. it's it's really, really pink. And we've our vet said to try giving him Benadryl. She thought maybe okay. that solved the itching, but it hasn't. Okay. Does it change anything with the, the redness with him? No, it doesn't. Okay. Is he itchy in any particular area, or is it kind of yeah, all over him? His, his bad. Now, he's, he's pink all over, but he really does the digging on his back, on his lower back. Okay. He's, he's chewing at it all the time. Okay. And as far as uh, fleas, things of that nature, no, do you have any issues no. with that? No, he has no fleas. He's inside. At first, I thought maybe he's getting sunburned. Um, you know, for being outside, but he's not outside that much. Okay. And, and is there any hair loss in any of the areas where he's messing with that? Where he's chewing, the hair's a little bit shorter, but it's not really hair loss. It's just shorter from him chewing on okay. it, you know, from digging. All righty. Well, a couple thoughts that I have. One is that I would definitely make sure, even though we don't see any kind of critters like fleas, I would want to check him for um, types of skin mites. And okay. um, in a young dog, that, that certainly could be a possibility. And sometimes if we don't even see these things, which are you know little microscopic critters, I'll right. even still try um, a medication to treat for mites um, because there are some types that are really hard to find um, and okay. we can retest and retest and not see um, the type of mite called uh, sarcoptes. Um, and that is quite itchy for a lot of dogs. So I would um, you know try that route. And then also for a young dog that's itchy and having some you know redness, some, even some rash-type changes, I really would examine the, the possibility of, of food allergy. We um, kind of went through a little bit of that with the vet. You did? Um, okay, did you try food, anything yeah. different? We d- did we what now? I'm sorry. 
Oh, did you try anything different? Any uh, food yes. changes? Oh, yes, we did, and that that didn't change. We did, we did that. Well, the first thought of hers was that it was a food allergy, and that didn't seem to do anything. Okay, so, so tell me what kind of diet that you tried and how long. Um, gosh, my wife's on the feeding. Well, he's on a pedigree right now, which is a dry food, and we tried a canned food for a while, and I can't tell you what it was, but it's something that the uh, something that the vet recommended. Okay, because yeah, when we're when we're talking about food allergies, it's it's just kind of an innate problem with certain proteins or carbohydrates. So I like to do a food trial on a special hypoallergenic diet for about six to eight weeks. Okay. Um, if during that time we have little breakthroughs where we're getting little food off the table or milk bones or they're getting into the cat's food, then all those little episodes kind of decrease the whole efficacy right. of a food trial. So um, that's where if we invest the time and the money in some of these diets, I want to make sure just like all of those little details that, you know, we keep that all kind of in a control within our means. Right. Um, and hypoallergenic foods that I would tend to go for in, in a dog, especially a short-haired dog, um, I really like um, some of the different um, hydrolyzed protein diets um, right. for this type of issue, and that might be like Hills ZD, um, Purina has one that's called HA, okay. and these are basically diets that the proteins are still used by the body, but they're very small, and they kind of go past the immune receptors in the stomach and the gut, um, and uh, for a pet who has a food allergy, it's one way to trick their immune system, um, okay. but that would be what something the, that I would certainly... What was the Hills again? Um, ZD, Z as in zebra. Okay, because I think Hills is what we tried, I think. Okay, and you know, there's a lot of other ways to go with hypoallergenic diets. So, you know, lamb and rice used to be an old uh, hypoallergenic type of diet, but, you know, we do see pets that actually can become sensitive to any kind of food, whether it's, uh, you know, chicken and rice or lamb and rice. So um, there are some different diets out there that might be duck-based, venison-based, you know, so some of those things might be still within the realm of trying. now, if we've ruled out all these other problems, we've done a really good thorough food trial, I do have some luck with um, a medication that is used for allergies. And rather than putting a, a young dog on steroids, which is just a lifetime of just, you know, giving him a lot of side effects he doesn't need, right. I will actually look at some different immune modulator drugs. And there's one called Atopica, which is a cyclosporine based drug and that for a lot of dogs with allergies is is a, a real relief um, but that's kind of a secondary level so I, okay. I'd try that food first and then um, you know maybe see about trying some atopica okay could we do the food and the, and the skin mite medicine maybe at the same time just to yeah yeah and that would definitely be a good way because it takes a little time even for the mite treatments to you know see a benefit or a change um, and I definitely if, if if you have the opportunity I would have your veterinarian take that skin scraping and look at it just to make sure even if they've done it already because you know it is a it's just the basic when it comes to something like this and we want to go down that right path <laughs> so uh, so I think that's really important for you there would one of our dogs have mites and the other one wouldn't? You could have that, yeah. And some dogs will have mites that are actually adult dogs that aren't around other dogs. And um, okay. their immune system just isn't quite the same. So um, that is a possibility. Um, some types of mites are very contagious to other dogs, and others are kind of more of an inherent problem for a particular animal. So so check that out and see how that skin works out. Hopefully you get that scratching under control. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio, one 405 8405 
Hey, this is Caesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. Hey, y'all. It's Lisa Matassa, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Uh, Joey, I asked him what he was going to be talking about in the break room. He showed me a picture of a dog that had uh, flames on it, like racing striped flames on it. Cool. I said, we should figure out how to do it. Tell the listeners how to do that. So if you want your pet to look like they're on fire, coming up <laughs> just a but few minutes. But not be on fire. <laughs> Is that all we have? Oh, Stacey, I'm so sorry, jumping up and down. What's going on, girlfriend? Summertime's always good for ice cream. One of my favorites is Ben and & Jerry's and Cherry Garcia. You know, yo- I've really gotten into frozen yogurt, too. And uh, at the yogurt shop the other day, there was a popcorn flavor of ice cream. Is that bizarre? Of yogurt, not ice cream, but it tastes like ice cream. <laughs> anyway, in uh, Japan, they've come up with bird ice cream. Yeah, tastes like the flavors of the birds. There's parakeet, cockatiel, and sparrow. Well, they eat a lot of different kind of stuff in Japan. Anyway, I'll give you all the scoop about it coming up. Okay. Yes? You would have to actually know what the birds taste like. Sure. To know if the ice cream tastes like the bird. I don't know. I'm not going to say I would ever taste this, but just like everything else, doesn't it all taste like chicken? Uh, <laughs> all those other weird foods out there, they all say, everyone says it always oh, tastes like chicken. So yeah. so many questions, so little time here at Animal yes. Radio. Uh, if you want to talk to the doctor, Dr. Debbie, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Dog trader, Alan Cable. Dog father, Joey Villani, or animal communicator, Joy Turner. And Judy, I, I must insist you please put down the Petri dish, which I'm growing a clone in. Well, I'm just, it's all Green and fuzzy. Yeah, that's me in clone form just before. Yeah, I guess it does look like you already. Just a- <laughs> Looks like mold, actually. I don't know. <laughs> can, we, can, can we just put this away? It's not supposed to be handled like this, guys. Ladybug, I don't want my get out of there. Clone to... Oh, yeah. Ladybug, oh, get, keep it away gosh. from her. Oh, hey, it's Vinny Penn coming at you with another party animal installment on Animal Radio. Well, we did it. For those of you who uh, who listen to these uh, segments of mine here, I uh, told you a ways back that my five-year-old daughter, Stella, she's ready for a pet. She was ready. We looked at a lot of different pets. I wanted to start her off with the fish. Oh, as a matter of fact, she actually had uh, already, she's had a turtle and a frog. But they've since moved on, and it was time to get her another. But I wanted to start her with uh, a fish. I think that's the good starting point for any four, five, six-year-old. We went to the pet store, and we picked out just the most beautiful pink fish. Stella picked her out herself, picked out a great one. We got the nice little aquarium, and she dressed it up and decorated it really nicely. We went down to the beach earlier that morning. She picked out a beautiful rock to put in the tank. We were all set up. She looks at the fish, and it's called a a beta fish, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, B-E-T-T-A. So it was not essentially a goldfish. I don't know. This was kind of a new terrain for me, even though I had goldfish when I was a kid. I think they were goldfish. I had two, Cheech and Chong. Nonetheless, Stella looks at her and says, I want to call her Magnolia. And it was really a moving moment. I looked at my daughter and I thought, that name is is fantastic. We can call her Maggie for short. And she smiled. She thought that was a great idea. We got in the car with the little carrying case. Stella stared at her the whole way home and was saying, I love you, Magnolia. I love you, Magnolia. Got home, transferred her into her new home, dressed it up. And Stella was looking at her and she said, she's so beautiful. Daddy, thank you so much for buying me dandelion. And I said, dandelion? 
what happened to Magnolia? And she said, no, I, I changed her name. I want to call her Dandelion. And I said, well, all right. If we, you know, Dandy for sure. Dandelion it is. Not too long afterwards, one of my aunts comes over. First thing Stella wants to do is take her to see the fish. She says, you got to come with me. You've got to come and see my fish. She runs over to see the fish, and I hear my aunt, who's 91 years old, say, hey, that looks just like Nemo. Wah, wah. Magnolia, who had become Dandelion, had now become Nemo. So I have to sit Stella down and say, Stella, look, we can't keep changing the name. It would be like all of a sudden today if I just started calling you Sarah. To which Stella replies, I like that name, Sarah. I go to school with a Sarah. I want to name the fish Sarah. At this point, I'm a little bit out of my mind. I'm confused. I don't know which way is up. I don't know if is it a girl. I always heard girls were fickle, but this was bringing it to new heights. Suffice it to say that this morning, as I'm leaving, I say to Stella, I'm going to go and talk about Sarah the fish today. She said, what kind of fish is it anyway? I heard you telling someone that it, it wasn't really a goldfish. I said, well, daddy's learning as he goes, same as you. I think it's called a beta fish or a betta fish. And Stella says, all right, daddy, we'll go and tell everybody about Betty then. <laughs> Vinny Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joy Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. If you just tuned in, welcome. An amazing show. In just a few minutes, we'll be talking to actress Elaine Hendricks from uh, what, NCIS Los Angeles, The Parent Trap. Mm-hmm. She'll be joining us. She's got a new business called The Pet Matchmaker. That's right around the corner right here on Animal Radio. Stacy, what do you got? Governor John Hickenlooper. Do you know where he's from? Well, if you don't, I'll tell you. Colorado. Oh, yeah. Probably one of the coolest governors I've ever heard about. He just signed Senate Bill 201 into law, and I'll tell you what. I'm not going to tell you. No, I'm not going to tell you now. Um, <laughs> you have to listen to my newscast to see what this bill is. I think it's awesome, and it's um, it's really good for shelter pets. That's the hint. Okay, it's coming up on Animal Radio News. I can't imagine. Hmm. It's the Hickenlooper bill. Mouthful <laughs> right there. <laughs> hey, Jim, how are you doing? Oh, very good. Where are you calling from today? Uh, I'm in uh, um, Nevada. I'm a driver also, and I'm out in the desert, but I seem to be getting pretty good reception. Oh, good. Well, what's going on with your animals? I pulled over. Um, I want to talk to um, uh, Dr. Debbie. I have a black standard poodle, and actually at her office about six months ago, he had to have one of his toes amputated. And what I'm worried about is the toe next to it has got me worried because when I look up in the nail, it looks like it's starting to get empty. And that's kind of the way the other one started. And uh, one other thing I wanted to say, I ran into a woman who also had a black standard poodle who has had two toes amputated. And she was from Canada, and she said that up there uh, standard poodles are a lot more popular and that she was told that only black standards, not white ones, not toys or miniature poodles, get this, but it is somewhat common in black standard poodles. And I wanted to ask the doctor if she thinks she's ever heard that. 
Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And the, the specific cancer that we're talking about is uh, squamous cell carcinoma. And it's a destructive tumor that um, can happen a lot of places. But in the st- standard poodles, um, it very commonly happens in toes, in multiple toes. So, yes, we can find that, you know, even if we successfully amputate one toe, um, they can go on in months or years later to develop another one. And it isn't always necessarily, um, say, a spread of the original tumor, it's actually just a spontaneous growth of another tumor. So generally, um, you know, we will look at uh, potentially amputating multiple toes if it has to be done. And the, and the important thing is to get into surgery, to do it um, as soon as we can in order to kind of stop the spread up the toe and up into the lymph node area. And there definitely can be metastasis and spread with squamous cell carcinoma. Um, and it can go to the lungs, it can go to you know other areas of the body. So um, it is definitely something we we need to move on and, uh, you know, take care of. And uh, there may be some other therapies that can help. But, you know, this is definitely one of those diseases, especially in the standards that there's not beyond surgery, there's not always a lot that we can do. So we need to make sure that we do our best effort on surgery to get in there when we can. Um, there's some drugs, you know, we can talk a little bit more about, about things like paroxicam, which is an anti-inflammatory that um, there's some people looking at that now. And if that can help um, kind of prevent the development of other sites and treat that and, other things like chemotherapy for this particular type of tumor, just, you know, it can be tried, but it's just not really always proven to be very um, helpful for these guys. So we'll have to look and see. Oh, you know, it'd be something something to, to check um, areas. We'll often look at the lymph nodes, make sure it's not spread to those areas before we, you know, pursue something like a surgery. But that right. would be an important thing. And, you know, it is interesting. We do see there's something about some of these just black-coated dogs. And in the other breed that we see this in is um, uh, uh, giant schnauzers, the black giant schnauzers. Mm-hmm. They tend to have a propensity for some of these cancers in the toe particularly. Um, so every, every every breed has something. So um, this this is kind of the burden that the standard poodle has to carry and to, to really be oh, vigilant. So. Well, I, I do have an appointment with you. Oh, fabulous. Okay. Well, look forward yeah, to seeing yeah. you. And I was wondering, do you offer like a... Uh, have one toe amputated, get the second one done free, uh, uh, coupon or anything? If it were only that easy. And you said this is on the same I foot, know. right? Okay. That can, that can definitely be more problematic when we have multiple ones on the same foot. That's, I, I would much rather hear you say that it was on an opposite foot because, um, we have a lot better, um, options and response with that. So, well, we'll take a look. Yep, we'll, we'll, it we'll, uh, looks, uh, like the toe right next to it. So, all right, well, thank you. All right, thank you so much, Vinny, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks for your call, Jim. one 405 Yeah, not a lot of people know that not only do you practice, uh, but you're beyond practice, really. You're a pro. You're, you're pretty good now. Professional yeah. now in Las Vegas. <laughs> We're always practicing. You never finish practice. <laughs> so if you're looking for a good vet driving through Vegas, of course, check out our very own Dr. Debbie. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stellan Chewy's Natural Goodness for Dogs made with raw USDA-inspected meat. It's raised naturally. There's no added hormones, no antibiotics. It's the official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog and she looks so good because of it stella and chewies.com do you have anything to get dr debbie excited today 
Yes, I do. I have a very special, will this get Dr. Debbie excited? excited, excited One thing, excited. to warm her up, to butter her up, I, I appeal to her intellectual integrity. But then I learned a lot about Dr. Debbie last week, and why not go with the proven, the proven methods? You yes. know, I mean, if the woman is going to give you insight into what gets her excited, you got to go with that. You got to stick with it, and you got to go search the depths and the archives of maggot history to find that one piece of information that will get her crazy. Okay. You've learned so oh, much. Boy. Yes, you have. Well, I know. I know all about maggots now. In fact, I've got some on me as we speak. Oh, oh, that's delightful. Oh, great, great. Keep them away from my petri dish over there, okay? I don't want a clone of like half maggot, half Hal. <laughs> we already got one of those. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, I think uh, that Dr. Debbie's just in a very excitable mood today. I, I think she'll be excited. Well, first, first of all, we'll I see. thought this, this, this was very interesting, Dr. Debbie, and you might already know this, but I did not know this, and I thought this was very interesting. Did you know that dog nose prints are as unique as human fingerprints and can also be used to identify them? I, wow. I have heard that before, yes. Oh. Yeah, very see, but I thought that was so interesting. Now, now, here's my really big piece of exciting news that you're going to... Dr. Debbie is just going to love this. I mean, hopefully she's never heard this before, but there's a place, uh, I'm not sure where it is, but there's this cheese. It's called Casu Marzu, and it's maggot cheese. And in Sardinia, uh, people actually will eat the cheese. The cheese is, in fact, it's got, it's got live larvae and maggots in there that they use to break down the fats that uh, are in the cheese to make it softer and gooier. Many people pick out the maggots, but a lot of people, it's very common for others to eat the cheese, as we say, maggots and all. That is pretty gross. I think that is pretty cool, Alan. That is, yeah, and yeah. you know what? I think we're going to celebrate it, and we're going to get you a piece of this cheese, and I want to see you eat it. I will even no, get more no, excited if you do that. that. We'll have our I'm own little fear it. factor. I'm, I am going to send you a picture of what the cheese looks like, so you can hang it on your wall, and every day when you wake up, you can just smile before you start your day. Hmm. You know, this is so coincidental. My real name is actually Maggot Cheese, and I had to change it to Hal for show business. Oh, so geez. that's it's kind of a, a double whammy today. What's your middle name? But you guys, everyone's going to be thinking you've been smoking there yeah. because <laughs> there's way too much giggling going on today. We got in the ladybug stash. I was going to say this is the dog, guys. Welcome to Maggot Talk. She's Dr. Debbie. I'm Al. Uh, this portion of Maggot Talk is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels, the pet friendliest hotels in over 50 major U.S. cities. Besides amenities like the plush pet beds, pets stay free with zero fees plus no size or weight limits or weight restrictions. Find out more about Kimpton's pet program by calling one eight eight eight. Kimpton, K-I-M-P-T-O-N. John Paul Pet, a complete system for cleansing, conditioning, and grooming. Try John Paul Pet's Avapuchi Shampoo and Avapuchi Conditioning Rinse with Hawaiian White Ginger and Shine Memory. Your pet's coat will glisten for days after shampooing, simply by brushing. Or use John Paul Pet's Oatmeal Shampoo to moisturize and soothe along with the full body and paw wipes for cleaning on the go. Available in special box sets at Petco. John Paul Pet, pet care with a salon pedigree. Ladies, when was the last time you were happy with your body? If you're like most women, it was before you turned 40. That's because age 40 is when hormonal imbalance starts causing symptoms like hot flashes, sleeplessness, low energy, irritability, and lack of sexual desire. It's not your fault. And you don't have to let these symptoms reduce your quality of life anymore. Because now we have Amberin. 
Ambrin is clinically shown to balance hormones and relieve the uncomfortable symptoms of menopause safely and effectively. In fact, Ambrin is so powerful, we promise you'll love your body again. Right now, you can receive a guaranteed risk-free trial of Ambrin with a 30-day supply free. Call now and we'll send it to you today. 1-800-586-6065. And when you call right now, you'll also receive our amazing weight loss program for women over 40 absolutely free. But you have to call now at 1-800-586-6065. That's 1-800-586-6065. We've talked about Stella and Chewy's family of freeze-dried and frozen dinners for dogs. Now we're pleased to share two new exotic dinner additions, Simply Venison and Absolutely Rabbit. Both are made with 90% single-source protein and enhanced with organic fruits and vegetables. Each are fortified with vitamins, minerals, and probiotics to be 100% complete and balanced. Stella and Chewy's, the official food of Ladybug, Animal Radio Studio Stunt Dog, only the good stuff. For more information, go to Stella and Chewy's. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. This is Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Wall Home Pet Products. Pet grooming can be easy and pain-free with Wall's exclusive and extensive line of grooming products, which include everything from clippers to brushes to shampoos. Pet owners and pet professionals prefer Wall. Visit wallpet.com. That's W-A-H-L-Pet.com. Send to the phones for Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Villani, or Joey Turner. Hey, Melinda, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good. What's going on? I have Dr. Debbie right here. Hello. Uh, I, I was calling because of my uh, grandpuppy. Her name is Dixie, and she's 12 years old, and she's a Jack Russell. And she has a fatty tumor on her. And okay. it's quite large. And they took her to the vet, and they said, you know, they've taken her before, and they said it's just a fatty tumor, but now it's starting to um, cause arthritis and all that in her. Mm, okay. So, so it's large I, I was, It's large enough that it's get, getting trouble for her to get around because of the tumor? Yeah, it's starting to, yeah. Okay. And I was just wondering if, um, because my, like I said, they're, it's my daughter and her husband, and they're in their early 20s, so they, they can't afford the surgery. Mm, okay. They said it's going to be like $800. So I didn't know if you knew of any organizations or anything that could help out with this. There's... Well, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, where, um, where are they located at? Michigan. In Michigan. Okay. Well, yeah. not in my area. But, um, you know, potentially, uh, th- there are definitely a lot of different resources for folks that um, need some assistance. And, and a lot of it takes some um, creativity and just motivation to really track down these resources. And I, I can tell you, one of the, the best resources that I direct folks to is to go to some of the different national pet websites, such as the Humane Society. And, and there's a lot of um, kind of catalogs of different um, charities um, where you can um, apply for financial aid, um, especially if it's something finite where um, there's something that needs to be done. Once the surgery is done and the pet is done and over with and it's corrected, um, I can tell you at my office we had a very good experience with an organization called In the Memory of Magic. Um, It's abbreviated I-M-O-M. And it's a, a financial resource for folks in need. You have to prove 
um, you know, that um, you, you need the financial assistance through other means. Um, okay. And it has to fit some certain criteria. So, um, for example, the pet we had um, was a pet that needed its eye removed because of glaucoma. And uh, they worked with the pet owner. The pet owner had to raise some funds on their own, but then they helped to match that. And um, so that was a great experience, and it really helped our client out quite a bit. Um, but there are other organizations beyond that, um, as far as Red Rover is one that I have heard of. Um, and even within the veterinary hospital setting, um, uh, we offer in my office a service called Care Credit, which is a basically a credit service that's utilized in veterinary offices and human dental offices and uh, orth- orthopedic things, things like that as well. And it, you apply for that, and as long as you get the credit, you can have some pretty generous terms to pay that off down the road. Um, but um, there, there definitely are ways to find help, um, and even sometimes working within some breed uh, rescue groups and show groups um, may even have some different um, things. And I'm not terribly familiar in the Michigan area, but there may be even some resources within the breed um, that you might uh, make some networking along those lines. Um, and I'm glad it is, you know, a lipoma. Those generally are benign, um, and that's the good news here. And uh, I can tell you my own Labradors have um, oodles of fatty tumors, and as long as we're sampling and checking to make sure that they're not progressing, um, it isn't typically a, a really critical situation. So I honestly, I don't know all the details of, of your baby's um, situation, but some of these very large ones can be cumbersome and really be become like footballs that they're carrying around on their body. So yeah, um, that, can... that's the size that it's gotten. It's gotten quite quite large. I mean, it's bigger than my hand, you know. So mm-hmm. that's why we. I mean, we've slowly seen it grow and grow, and but now it's just like I said. I think it's becoming cumbersome to her. So right. that's why we went ahead and took her back in, and that's what they told us. And yeah, we're doing fundraisers. We're selling pizzas and everything to try to raise money. So <laughs> good, good, and, and you know, a lot of the organizations that's what they look for. And and if you're showing that you're making an effort, and um, you know, and if you have you know definitely valid financial need, um, there are some help um, helpful groups out there. So um, you know, I would definitely encourage her to kind of check some of those things out on the uh, Humane Society page. Um, and IMOM is a great one to look at as well. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. Okay. Well, good luck with things. Thank you for your call. one 405 That's toll-free to our dream team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Volani, and animal communicator Joey Turner for you. This portion of Animal Radio and Joey Volani in particular is brought to you by John Paul Pets, Awapuchi Shampoo and Awapuchi Conditioning Rinse for great shine as well as John Paul Pets Oatmeal Shampoo and Full Body and Paw Wipes to moisturize and soothe. You're using those, aren't you, Joey? You're so soft and smooth today. It's available in special box sets at Petco. John Paul Pet, tested on humans first. Ladies and gentlemen, the dog father, Joey Villani. What's going on? I don't know. Hey, I, I, I found some really, really cool products here that I wanted to talk about um, with you. If people get interested in coloring their dog, there's oh. something new out, and it's called Hair Flares. 
and hair flares is a color rub. It almost looks like like a woman would get um in, in a little round makeup container, but basically what it's made, it's a non-toxic hair color, and it's it feels just like makeup, and what you do is you just put it in your fingers, um, you know, rub your finger on the pad, and you just slide your fingers then over the coat. So depending on if your dog has a dark or light coat, um, it'll cover it any color. It'll cover um, blacks. It'll cover, of course, it'll cover light colors. Um, you may have to add a little bit more or a little less. And the color is like this super, super vibrant color. It's it's really cool. I just wanted to talk about that because I um, am going to talk about coloring today a little bit. And um, matter of fact, um, if you look here, I have the blue Ooh. here. And if you look, I did a little spot on I saw that. I saw that. See, I didn't um, know what was going on. You should have told me before I brought her to Dr. Debbie and said, what's wrong? What is this blue spot? But apparently that is just uh coloring and it don't come off it, it doesn't come off unless you wash it off um it i mean it, of course it'll wear off but um it won't come off on your furniture and if you want to keep that vibrant color looking a little bit um you know keep it a little longer you just spray a little hairspray on it and it gives a little coating over it that protects it but um, i the reason why um I actually stumbled across this as we've been doing a lot of coloring ever since there was a um a pilot that went went off on Animal Planet and had to do with um coloring dogs and anytime anything strange happens with pets or a certain dog wins a, a show um usually um you get a big response and this show got a pretty big response so we've been doing a lot of coloring in the salons and um a lot of people try to do it at home. What they're saying is they're having difficulties because the colors aren't taking to the coat. And I wanted to talk about that a little bit. It's real easy. What you have to do is is some pets or dogs that have a coat that um really a healthy coat where the hair shaft is nice and tightly closed. Well, that's not a bad thing. But what's going to happen is it's not going to absorb your color. So what you want to do is you want to get yourself a little hydrogen peroxide, and you're going to put that on a sponge or a towel and wipe the areas that you want colored. Now what that's going to do, it's going to open up the hair shaft. And when that opens up the hair shaft, it's going to be able to accept that color a little bit easier Uh and you're going to get a lot more vibrant color. So what you do is you wipe that over, let it dry just a I don't know, 30 seconds or so, not much longer than that. Um, put your color on, let it sit, um, depending on the directions and what it says. You'll follow, even if it's for people, you'll still follow the directions the way, um, it says on the, um, on, on, on the bottle. And um, let it sit on, and some you rinse off and some you don't, and then style as usual. But just by using that peroxide, we'll open it up, and then you can actually use these hair flares, which is this um, this rub-on color, and you can accent what you already have. So what we did on this one dog, the woman wanted a mohawk down the dog's back, and, and she wanted... Um, Reds, um, orange, and um, it was reds, <laughs> orange, and yellow um, because she wanted to look like flames. And that's okay. what we did. And we did that with color. And we used our hair flares to accent it. And it looked great. It really did. I sh- I'm going to send you over some pictures so you can put it on the website. Now, that's cool. If you want your dog to look like he's on fire, this is totally the way to go here. With the flames. It's a everything. hot dog. That yes. dog is very hot. Very good. Okay. Well, Judy's all very excited about that. And, and she, of yes, course, I is am. coloring. 
ladybug. I love to do that. You're going to do do her nails next? Yes, I do her nails. I put little heart tattoos on her. And it's all with safe coloring, and it washes off. Mm, very good. And the tattoos, you know, it's funny. Like we, I, we were talking about that last week, but there's a lot of people that, I don't know, I, I, I either they listen to animal radio or it's just the trend of things. Um, I've had a lot of people ask me about tattooing their pets, and I always tell them, you know what, just get the um, the decals and yeah. stick them on. They look just as good. And then it's you could change it. Exactly. They're temporary. Like the one on my shoulder. I've been trying to wash off for 12 years. Yeah, me too. Me too. I've been trying to wash my <laughs> arm, but the, the color just doesn't come off. It doesn't, does it? You know, the strange things you do when you're young. Gray wolves <laughs> and livestock. Can they coexist? Well, the Defenders of Wildlife says they can, but some ranchers say no way. In Montana and part of eastern Washington, they've let farmers kill a lot of the wolves in that area. I'll tell you more about this story coming up on Animal Radio News. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned, with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order, with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. What dog? Dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding. Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. If you depend on prescription opioid painkillers or heroin to get through each day, you may ask yourself, how did I get here? Withdrawal and rehab seem like scary and difficult roads, but there is a different way. I know because I was just like you and I found it at TurnToHelpNow.com. At TurnToHelpNow.com, I learned about different ways to get help, including those in a private setting without the need for daily visits. Find your courage and go to TurnToHelpNow.com today. Mom, I had the best dream. <laughs> well, good morning to you, too. Okay, so I was a knight. I had a sword. And our house was a castle. There was this angry dragon. It was kind of scary. Oh, yeah? But I protected the castle. Oh, that's my brave little man. I'm glad our castle is safe. Your home is your castle, and sometimes you need help defending it. The National Association of Realtors supports maintaining homeowner tax incentives because they make home ownership more affordable for more families. Learn more at houselogic.com. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, the delisting of wolves has been a pretty big deal, and despite the concerns of some Washington ranchers, a group of scientists and conservationists are trying to stop a proposal to almost completely remove gray wolves from the endangered species list in the western U.S. The L.A. Times reported the proposal back at the end of April. The farmers are concerned about their livestock, but Donald Berry at Defenders of Wildlife says our state has arranged good coexistence between gray wolves and livestock. The state has developed actually a really excellent wolf recovery and management plan that also promotes and emphasizes trying to use non-lethal means of avoiding predation first. 
Many ranchers are still concerned. Barry says a recent delisting of gray wolves in Montana and part of eastern Washington has already let farmers kill most of the wolves in those areas. Here's a little love story. A Florida man got a little canine assistance with his marriage proposal. According to the Sun Sentinel, Chad Moreau arranged to have his fiancée-to-be, Tiffany Galpern, pick up his Boston Terrier, Molly, from the groomer in Florida. Well, when Galpern showed up, the pooch was sporting a pink shirt that read, Will you marry my daddy? At that point, Moreau appeared, dropped to one knee, and then he popped the question with his own additional clause. He asked if Tiffany would marry him and be Molly's mom forever. Oh, it just makes me want to cry hearing about it. Galpern answered yes to both and later said the proposal was definitely unique and definitely unexpected. Governor John Hickenlooper is signing two pet-friendly bills into law, Senate Bill 201. It names shelter pets as the official state pet. Gretchen Presley is with the Humane Society of the Pike Peaks region. We were very supportive of this bill because it does raise awareness about the plight of homeless animals. Um, so as of now, only 20 to 30 percent of cats and dogs are adopted from shelters and rescues. And of course, we would love to see that number go up. The second measure, Senate Bill 226, the Dog Protection Act, will require local cops and sheriff's departments to provide canine behavioral training for officers so they can better determine when a dog presents a threat. The new law is the first of its kind in the nation. It comes after several incidents where police officers shot dogs when responding to calls. Hickenlooper brought along his shelter dog, Sky, to the bill signings, which took place at the Denver Animal Shelter. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit fosterandsmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. Kimpton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first hotel company to welcome pet guests, goes way beyond just allowing them to stay. Kimpton has no restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal and charges zero fees or deposits for pets to stay. So when you travel with your pet to New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, D.C., and other major U.S. cities, stay at Kimpton Hotels. Find us at KimptonHotels.com. And while you're at it, enter your pet's photo in Kimpton's third annual Paw Parazzi Pet Photo Contest. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-645-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-645-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $19.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-855-645-MYTV. 1-855-645-MYTV. Say goodbye to the cable guy. Cut costs and get more. 1-855-645-MYTV. 1-855-645-MYTV. 
You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. I'm not buying it for me, Alan. I'm buying it for my dogs, you know. My dog, I mean, now my, my dog's driving the car with the top, no, the car. With the top down, Miles has his head out, you know, we put a little bandana on him. Where's the wife right? She don't. Not, not, not when I have the dogs. Come on. I love your wife. She's so sweet. Alan's in kind of a weird mood today. Yeah. I'm, I'm keyed up, man. I mean, I, I turn on the self-cleaning feature, and the oven blows up twice. I did it twice. This is, the guy told me, you can run it 45 minutes, but not for the three hours that it's set for. <laughs> and so I run it for 45 minutes, and it blows up again. And i got to pay 300 bucks to get it fixed. It's ridiculous. You know what, big guy? I think you what? need a... I think you need a body cleansing. <laughs> and I just want to tell you about the herbs. With over 400 products available for both you and your pet, jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing. Alan, you need to go to dherbs.com. They're providing better solutions for better health. You'll be a much happier guy all around. I know it. First, I'm going to wall myself with the clippers, and then I'm going to deherbify myself. See, Animal Radio has everything. We really do. one 405 8405 That's toll-free to Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Villani, and animal communicator Joey Turner. Uh, all those people that have lost us finally found us on XM. Yeah, we moved up 78 channels. I think we're 78 channels better now. Holy cow. On 244. And uh, thanks for checking in with us today. Uh, we had a call this morning and said, Animal Radio's not on the air anymore. We are the Jeffersons of the uh, of the radio world. We really are. Moving on up. Hey, you know who we have on the phone with us is Elaine Hendricks. You've seen her in The Parent Trap, of course, NCIS, Los Angeles, Criminal Minds, CSI, all those, all those programs you watch, Alan, all the detective programs. Oh, yes, I have a criminal mind. Hey, Elaine, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Very good. I see that you're involved with this whole pet matchmaker thing. We read about this last week. I said, Judy, get her on. we got to find out what this is about. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, yeah so, you know, I, I, by day I'm an actress, and by night I'm this, uh, this, this superhero animal rescuer. Yay. How many animals do you have at home? I, have, I picture like five or six animals. Yeah, I've got... Three dogs and two cats at the moment. Mm. And they were rescued. And, and yeah, those are all rescues, and we have a revolving door of, of fosters at any given time. Okay, so let me get this whole pet matchmaker concept uh, worked out in my head. I can't get my head around it. Now, we're not talking about making matches between humans that have animals. We're talking about making matches between humans and animals. Is that correct? That is correct. So, um, in in all my years of, of doing animal advocacy, and, and I do everything from protesting fur to um, speaking uh, at city councils, uh, lecturing at universities, building habitats, hands-on rescuing, you know, the whole kit caboodle. And I, I, I travel all over um, the world, really. Um, the majority of my work is in North America, but I've done work uh, outside of, of the U.S. and Canada and whatnot. And everywhere I go, I find that people love animals. The majority of people love animals, and they typically don't know what's happening with them. And they also typically don't always know, like, hey, what's, you know, I want to do something for animals, or I want to get an animal. And so it just got me thinking about another way that I could be helping. 
And um, so I created the pet matchmaker, and I signed up a bunch of my fellow animal advocates to to work on it with me. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we we do a few things. We first and foremost help people find a pet that is suitable for them. So I've done this a lot at adoption events. I get to talking to someone, and I sort of find out their their you know what's happening in their life, and then we walk around. And I will say, yeah, you know, this animal's going to be good for you. This one, not so much. And I, so far, I have had, um, I've only ever had one animal returned, and that was just because um, I was not physically with her. And I decided that I wasn't going to personally do any matching that I wasn't physically with. Mm-hmm. But so, the, the, so the website is an offshoot of this to just arm people with as much information as possible. Um, so if I can't be there, go to the site and and arm yourself with as much information because we need to get the animals who end up in shelters, who end up being given up, we need to that number decreased. And then the animals who do end up in homes, we need their care increased. So we also provide information uh, that people can... Um, get for if they if they want to find out about shots for their dogs or where to take their uh, cats um, for vet care. You know the the from A to Z. Wow, I love I love what you're doing. I mean, so many people bring dogs back to the shelter. They bring them to a shelter because they go and they pick out the dog that is the most lunatic in the cage. You know, oh he <laughs> likes me. You know, wagging his tail, jumping around. Then they get the dog home. The dog starts chewing up everything, biting their kids. You know, because he doesn't know any better. And the dog that's sitting in the cage at the shelter, mellow and calm, gets overlooked. Yeah. Well, I've I found that the number one reason that people tend to find animals is an, an emotional impulse. Oh, they think that that animal's cute. Or if they do have a, a, a rescue bent, oh, that, that, that animal needs help. And they don't always think about what type of home do I have? What type of family do I have? What, am, what do my finances look like? So I want people to get really practical and really, really reasonable when it comes to getting animals because you can have, you know, people say, I'm, well, I'm allergic. Well, but there, there are plenty of animals out there who aren't going to cause allergies for you, and having an animal in your life is so incredibly rewarding. So I want to help people find the animal that is best suited for them and then provide them with all the information they need to keep that animal for their entire lives. Okay. Yeah, I love that. I'm going to give out the website one more. It's an easy website to remember, the petmatchmaker.com. You've trademarked that. I have, thepetmatchmaker.com. Um, it is trademarked, and we have, we just launched um, a couple of months ago, so, uh, you know, we're still in, in our baby phase, but we have a lot of big plans, a lot of big ideas. Um, people are getting excited about it. So, you know, the word is just starting to get out there. We're already making changes. We're already growing. Um, and it's just really exciting. You know, for me, this is my life path. So it, it's, it's much like the animals. It's a lifelong thing for me. Okay, good work that you're doing, and I hope you'll keep us up to date. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Thanks for spending time with us today. Well, thanks for having me on. ThePetMatchmaker.com. Of course, we'll put links to everything you've heard on today's show over at AnimalRadio.com. We're going to go back to the phones next right here on Animal Radio. Stick around. Dogs or cats, horse or emu. 
people too. Oh, what a beautiful ring! Is it a diamond? A sapphire? A cat? Pet owners are getting creative with pet cremation. While most owners go for the traditional grave in the backyard or a cremation urn, some owners are having their pets made into jewelry. Paperweights, crystals, and jewelry have all been created by Life Gem, a company which can turn a doggy into a diamond for about two thousand dollars to twenty-five thousand dollars. There's also Floramorial, a company which makes soil that converts cremated ash into a planting medium to grow a memorial flower. Other owners opt to keep their pets' ashes in a thumb-sized urn so they can take it with them wherever they go. You can even get a huggable plush toy filled with your pet's ashes. It's all just a way of showing that dog is man's best friend, or maybe diamonds are a girl's best friend, or, or maybe a little of both. I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Radio, toll free one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. That's the Doctor Debbie, Dog Trainer Alan Cable, Dog Father Joy Volani, or Animal Communicator Joy Turner. What's that look for? Give me that look. No, um, I just no. I know I messed up earlier. That's why. <laughs> Judy, messing, and you never mess up. I know. You know, I know where your mind is at. Still in San Francisco. You left your head in San Francisco at the oh, Argonaut Hotel. I know. It's the, hard to believe it was a week ago. The Kempton Hotel in San Francisco. We got to take Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, up there. A lot of people say they're pet friendly, but I went to this hotel. <laughs> Man. They rolled out the red carpet for Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, like she was royalty. You know, every time I went up and down the elevator or went in the lobby, they all called her by name. I thought that was so sweet. <laughs> she got treats. She did. Bowl. It was just, and it also, by the way, I got to tell you, looking for that quick weekend getaway, San Francisco, the Argonaut Hotel, one of the Kimptons Hotel, fabulous place to get away for the weekend, right there on Fisherman's Wharf. Beautiful view. And, That's uh, awesome, man. You know who yeah. we have on the phone is Steve Panetti, top dog over at Kimpton, to tell us about the photo <laughs> contest. It's that time to get the photo contest. The third from. annual. Third annual. Yes. I'm so glad you guys had a great experience down at the Argonaut. That's uh, that's great to hear. So the photo contest, what do we have up for grabs this year in the photo contest, and how can anyone enter their animals' pictures? The easiest, best way is to go to KimptonPets.com. We make it easy for everybody. Kimpton is K is in Kettle, I-M-P is in Peter, T is in Tom, O-N. KimptonPets.com. You'll see all the um, all the instructions on how to upload your um, your photos of your pets. We're going to run four two week ses- sessions. There'll be winners with each session, um, and then the uh, those winners. You guys have the uh, hard duty of picking the final grand prize. Yeah, we'll we'll pick from the final twenty. Anybody can vote for this, right? I mean, absolutely. Anybody can vote, but they can only vote once. As hard as they might try to vote twice. Sorry uh, about that. And it's not just cats and dogs that can be entered, is it? Oh my God, um, we've had bunnies, turtles, lizards, chickens. We had a baby calf. And uh, one of the uh, folks from the Hanna-Barbera Center 
had one of the chimpanzees uh, entered one year. So uh, it's just not about um, cats and dogs at all. So, Steve, uh, Steve, what are you looking for? You know, are we looking for funny pictures? Are you looking for personality? Well, you know, we're looking for the personality, and that sort of whole that sort of ties into our whole philosophy about taking great care of our pet guests when they check into our hotels. You know, I mean, we treat them with the same respect that we would treat um, one of our adults. And so we're treating them almost kind of like people, as personalities, if you will. The uh, 20 entries with the most votes, they'll get goodies from Olive Green Dog, Polka Dog Bakery, Baron, Quaker, Chewy.com, and Fido Friendly Magazine. The grand prize, I know there's a three-night stay at the Kimpton. What else? Well, it's a three-night stay. We've got, you know, we got great partners with JetBlue. They have a whole uh, pet travel program that uh, has been great. And you're right, the uh, travel pet carriers from Quaker are great. There's dinners, there's spa treatments. And uh, there's some more surprises in there. Everybody has that one picture, at least one picture of your pet, that you show it to everyone. You say, isn't this the cutest pet? Now's the time to whip out that picture. We have till, what, July 31st? The website's KimptonPets.com, KimptonPets.com. And, of course, we put links to everything you've heard on today's show over at AnimalRadio.com. Steve, thanks so much for joining us. All right, you guys. This is Animal Radio. What do you What do you prefer? I mean, do you like bugs or animals? What When you read something about bugs, do you get excited by that? What is it? Um, I, there's certain things that I like. You know, like the praying mantis. I think that's pretty cool. Oh, that's a uh, unique. And have, have you ever seen them fight? That's the kind of kung fu I did for 15 years. Yeah. Praying mantis. I, I, that's how they make love. Yeah, they rip the head off of their. That's that's why Doctor Doctor Debbie loves that. The idea See, of ripping I the didn't guy's want head to like, give up the story, but I mean, like, there's drama with that. That's awesome. Here's a hint yes. for you, Alan. All you need to do is think about something like she loves uh, anything to do with neutering, removal of testicles, <laughs> smells. She loves smells. Anything that smells funky, you're right up her alley. Removal of <laughs> testicles. Doctor Debbie's new theme park, Ooey Gooey World. Hey, you know what? I loved. I had more fun. I took my nephew and my nieces to one of those things where they have like the smell aroma where you can smell like you know foot fungus and armpit odor really? and all that Gosh. stuff oh. yes it was in the children's museum um here in vegas and um i, I love the display and, and nobody else would really get none, none of the adults i should say would get in there and smell this stuff because it was so gross so, <laughs> there's really nothing cool. like the smell of a fully decomposed body in the morning there's nothing like it <laughs> the way you say it you know i just love the, the smell of rotten feet you know Oh, it's just awesome. The kids didn't like it, but I loved it. <laughs> this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by FlexRx. People, like people, as dogs get older, arthritis is the most common problem they face. FlexRx doesn't just mask the symptoms, it restores natural joint function. FlexRx is available at pet shops and retailers across the country. Hey, Lisa, how are you doing? Hi. Hi. Um, What's going I on? have a year-and-a-half-old cat. Uh, he's a boy, um, neutered male. And we also have another cat. He's two years, also neutered male. And... The younger one, he's very loving, wonderful kitty, but when he's up and awake and he's playing, he won't stop meowing. Um, <laughs> okay. And we've tried, you know, ignoring him, you know, and paying attention to him when he's quiet. We're not sure how to get him to stop incessantly meowing. Can you help us out with that? Well, the, the, the first thing I want to ask you is what kind of kitty he is. Is he any special breed? Um, like a- he's all gray with yellow eyes. Domestic short hair. 
Okay, just a domestic short hair. Okay, because the first thing that always comes to mind are some of the Oriental breeds, like the Siamese and the Burmese, which are just very chatty cats and known to be uh, vocal to the point of driving some people crazy. So you got to love the breed uh, if you want one of those guys, because they, they definitely will keep you up um, with conversation day and night. Um, so I guess the first thing is um, for when he's doing this, you said it's when he's out and he's playing. So what has been the pattern? What happens when he does vocal? It could be anything from actually just playing when he's awake. <laughs> just, just when he's awake. <laughs> he's conscious and he's breathing and he's meowing. Okay. All right. Much. Now, and anything health-wise that, that your veterinarian has seen? Because um, the things that I like to look for is, you know, to see if these guys have um, any signs of dental disease, any kind of digestive problems in their background, any maybe thoughts that they might be deaf, um, you know, any of that kind of stuff your vet came up with? Well, he went uh, for his annual checkup last month and had a clean bill of health. Okay. All right. That's going to be challenging. So for some kitties that are, you know, really just talkers, we look at doing some behavioral things differently. And some of the things you mentioned, definitely we try not to give any recognition of the vocalizing behavior uh, because even looking and making eye contact is a form of reward for a cat that's vocalizing for just attention-seeking type behavior. Um, So it is hard to not give any kind of attention and to not lose your temper and say, stop it. But (laughs) the worst thing you could do is try to, you know, punish a kitty that is vocalizing excessively because it just makes things worse. Now, um, I would want to make sure that we are definitely in good health and I like to get my hands and uh, my nose and everything on a pet to make sure of that first. So, um, I'm I'm hopeful and I'm you know confident your veterinarian has done that, but um, there are some things that, especially digestively, that I'll look at because some inflammatory bowel conditions, digestive conditions, may not be picked up on a physical exam, but we might find that a little bit in the history or with some diet history, uh, just kind of looking to the things a little bit more than a physical exam could. So that being said, some things that I like to try um, are to find ways to increase the stimulation that the kitty is experiencing. So activity-wise for cats, you know, playing is great, um, but making things that are more interactive for them. So some of the laser toys, um, those are great. The food dispensing toys, um, things that cats can hide in and seek food or a toy at the same time. So whether it's a cardboard box or a bag, um, ways to keep them active with those things and hopefully not necessarily needing a human to interact with. Um, But I do find sometimes that especially if there's multiple kitties in the home, there can be some competition for resources and even food that maybe we're not catching. It's under the radar. So if we have an excessive chatty cat, um, it's a good thing to take that kitty aside and not when they're vocalizing and demanding attention, um, but at other times to offer them food outside of the, the presence of the other kitty. Um, so preferably I like to do maybe a tablespoon of canned food and to do this maybe two to three times a day. Um, either do that by yourself or, you know, with an automatic feeder. Um, but that sometimes I do find that if they're maybe a little extra hungry or the other cats kind of protecting the food resources, it gives them an opportunity to have a full belly and to not have, um, kind of that need and that drive. Um, so that would definitely be one thing I would do. And I, and it's hard if he's vocalizing all the time, you may need to use a time feeder for that. Um, so you don't inadvertently reward the vocalizing. 
So, okay. so that is definitely very important there. And then, um, really, I'd say, you know, making sure to the utmost that this kitty is in good health and that we don't have any other problems, ears, um, any type of other issues that might be going on. Okay. Great. And then the last resource is medication. So it's it's not something I really go to unless the kitty shows other symptoms that we have anxiety. Um, so if we have any um, litter box avoidance behaviors, spraying, um, if there's any other kind of behavior problems that you're noticing with the other kitty, any kind of aggression, then we might dabble into the whole anxiety drug uh, realm. But um, that would be my very, very last resort for this type of behavior. Well, doesn't seem to show any anxiety. <laughs> it, it is completely possible he is happy with life and he's sharing his uh, joy with the world. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, you know, I can tell you um, the, the best earplugs to utilize are the kind that you can find in the sports um, stores, the, the, the people who shoot guns use. They are the best sound protectors. Um, I use them quite a bit when I had a cat that was a vocal at uh, 2 a.m. <laughs> So, so good luck with that, Lisa. Um, let me know if anything else comes up. We want to thank Elaine Hendricks for joining us. Check out the website at AnimalRadio.com where we have links to all kinds of good things, including Dr. Debbie's books, Yorkshire Terriers, Shih Tzus, Pugs, Mini Schnauzers, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friends, and, of course, Joey Volani's line of waterless shampoos. And we'll see you next week right here for more Animal Radio on this fine station. Have a great week. Bye. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network.